Hello again, everybody. Welcome to Good to Know Shreveport Bossier. This is a podcast that showcases all the good things happening in our community. My name is Jeff Bynfor. Over here to my right, I guess your left, is my co-host, Paul Reeser, former president of the Reeser Group and Sonic Management Company and a uh, committee of 100 board member. Now, every week we're going to be uh, focusing on economic development, community growth, other topics about initiatives having positive impacts on our community. We'll have new episodes every other Wednesday, and you can find Good to Know wherever you listen to podcasts. And you don't want to listen to just me and Paul, so we have a special guest as always. Paul, take the intro away. Absolutely. Lucky, fortunate to be able to get fantastic guests, Jeff. Yeah, despite your being here. (laughs) (laughs) But today, no exception, we have Stacey Brown, and she is president of the Shreveport Bossier uh, Tourist Bureau, Bureau of Convention and Tourism. That's a, yeah, that's we a try to make it a tongue But you do it all. <laughs> uh, and you've been doing it like I've known you a long time, and you've been doing this for a very long time. You graduated Steve, Steve, Stephen F. Austin uh, in marketing, business marketing, and did marketing things. But you've been with the convention, uh, the Shreveport Convention <laughs> Tourism Bureau, for 28 years? Yes. So you know it. I mean, you must have started at the bottom, and now you're the president. So, so what has kept you at the Tourist Bureau for this long? You know, it's it's constant change. I love change. I love to try new things. Uh, I love our community and growing our community, and that's really all that tourism is about is mm-hmm. that visit and getting someone to visit our community and taste all that it has to offer. So constant change has kept you in place. <laughs> yes. I, I love to always try new things, yeah. um, look at new ways to attract visitors, new ways to grow our local economy, um, how to help small businesses, because tourism is all about um, being that welcoming first visit. Mm-hmm. Um, so a visitor may be someone that's coming here for a leisure trip, visit friends and family, go have fun, entertainment, casinos, might be mm-hmm. uh, an adult trip. But it may be someone who's looking to potentially relocate to our community, whether it's them personally or their business, um, or someone that's looking to retire. And so we're that first visit, and how do we get them here to our community? You print a book. That's right, right? That's right. (laughs) Part of it is holding up a book right now. I am. This is the Shreveport, Bossier, Louisiana 2022 Official Visitor's Guide. Well, what do they find in there? So in there, they'll find, first of all, stories about our community, because it really is that connection mm-hmm. that people come for, mm-hmm. not just a list of things to see and do. Um, so it's got all that, too, restaurants, attractions, um, all those things to see and do, places to stay mm-hmm. while you're in our community. But it tells you the story of our neighborhoods and our people, mm-hmm. and that's really why people come back again and again to our community. So there really is a lot of stuff to do in this community, but maybe you have to search for it a little bit, huh? That's right. And so we love to be that resource. So we have our main offices in downtown Shreveport, okay. um, right on the corner of Spring and Crockett. Um, we have a fantastic website that's actually in the process of being completely revamped. Um, but it's got all those great assets. And then what, what's the website? It's www.shreveport-bosier.org. Can they Google that? Can they just they say can Shreveport Google it, Tourism? Shreveport Tourism and it'll come up. Um, and then if they want things to do, you can either get to that off our main website or we have the SB Fun Guide. So sbfunguide.com. F-U-N? F-U-N. Like yeah, he was thinking F-U-N. money. F-U-N. Yeah. I was thinking fun. Yeah, yes, fun. Well, it money. does that too. It funds those yeah. jobs by getting people to our community. 
So whenever you're bored, there is mm. no reason to be bored in our community because there's always something going on. So mm. that is a tremendous resource. Well, when I think of the Tourism Bureau, I think, okay, they're the ones that tell people about things happening in Shreveport. You try to bring people in to do things like the just different events. But, but what does the Tourist Bureau, what do you do to actually... Um, do you create the events or do you just uh, inform people about events? Really a variety. And mm -hmm. so Jeff, as you were mentioning, you know, I've, I've been there 28 years, but what we do now is vastly different from what we mm. did back when in, I started. In so when I first came, it was all about just out of area marketing. So okay. nobody in town really knew what we did because all we did was market outside the area to bring get in people. Conventions and stuff and bring them, bring them into town. Mm -hmm. um, then we realized, hey, we really need to help our attractions and festivals and events to have local attendance too. Because mm -hmm. if, if the locals Makes don't sense. attend, then it's not available for the visitor. And right. same with, you know, Cyport, Aquarium. Mm -hmm. They need local visitors as well as out of town visitors. Mm -hmm. So we started doing a little bit more local marketing. Then we realized, you know, hey, we also need to help develop our product. So one of the things we're doing right now is a destination master plan. It's kind of a 10-year strategic roadmap, oh, wow. um, looking at Shreveport Bossier, Catawin Bossier Parishes through the eyes of the visitor. Mm -hmm. um, and how do we improve our community so it's better for a visitor, mm -hmm. which guess what? Also makes it better for a local person. Sure, makes sense. Um, so looking at that visitor economy and bringing those people into our community. The what, destination master plan. Yeah, so what are these? all these people that uh, you're trying to get to come here? What are they looking for? You know, people want to have an experience when mm -hmm. they come to your community and they want to get to know the locals. What do the locals do? Where do they go? Where do they eat? Mm -hmm. um, all those kinds of things. Mm -hmm. So really it's about connecting people with mm -hmm. experiences. Are there things that uh, are, are natural attractions like uh, sporting events, things like that? Absolutely. So people come here um, because of the great assets mm -hmm. that we have, whether it's man-made or, or God-made. Yeah. So looking at those things like the rivers and the lakes, and mm -hmm. those are tremendous assets for attracting sporting events and mm -hmm. other things to our community. Yeah. Um, so. Just last weekend, we hosted the Bass uh, Classic or yeah, Bass Championship. Yeah, the, the, so those, those fishing tournaments are huge, aren't they? They are huge. And so one thing a lot of people don't realize is how many visitors we come mm -hmm. and have coming into our community. Mm -hmm. So we have over 10,000 hotel rooms in our community. Wow. On any given night, 75% or more of those rooms are occupied. Really? By oh. one wow. or more people. That surprises me. So, you know, you, you think about that. So mm -hmm. we have thousands and thousands of visitors in our community every day. Yeah, well, when I first came here, they had me staying in a hotel. I won't say which one. It was a nice place. But um, like during the week, uh, the parking lot would be maybe half full, maybe. But on Friday night, boom, that thing was full. It was all these folks coming in to go to the casinos and stuff like that, I think. And so our yeah. occupancy has actually changed mm -hmm. where it's more even throughout the okay. week and the weekend. Mm -hmm. um, still a a peak on those weekends, mm -hmm. a little bit higher, um, but weekdays are really filling up with more business travel, meetings, um, oil and gas industry, all of those kind of things coming into our community. Is that the pandemic easing up 
Is that creating more of that business Definitely. travel? So after the pandemic, the first thing we saw coming back was more of the leisure visitors. Okay. Um, those people who were ready to get out and about and ex mm -hmm. experience things again. Um, sporting events were a huge part of bringing us back after the uh, pandemic as well. Mm -hmm. um, but now we're seeing more business travel coming back again and okay. businesses sending their people out um, for meetings, conventions, uh, yeah. as well as you know, sales travel, all those kinds of things are picking up again. Well, I notice as I travel around this great country of ours, you know, Arkansas, Mississippi, I get out. <laughs> You're all over the place. I, everywhere. Uh, Natchitoches. But when you visit places, a lot of times I'll ask people, oh, this is a huge, you know, natural resource you have here. What is it like to visit? And the local people say, you know, I've been here all my life and I haven't been there yet. So I think that, and the same thing happens here. A lot of people exactly. locally, we don't go out and and take the time to appreciate yeah. some of our local things. So, so what are some what are some local um, sites that people can can visit right here in town that we should be taking advantage of? Yeah, we have so many great attractions mm -hmm. as well as events. So, right. pretty much any weekend, you can find a festival or or event going on somewhere in our town, mm -hmm. um, in our communities, because don't forget the rural areas as well. Just last weekend, we had the Heritage and Harvest Tour out in North Caddo Parish. Um, they had the Sunflower Trail earlier this year, so mm -hmm. lots of things to do. Boomer Bus Byway is mm -hmm. uh, a loop around Highway 3049 and Highway 1 up to Highway 2 and goes across Caddo, Bossier, Webster, and uh, Claiborne Parishes. Another great way to get out and experience um, so how many gas station burgers have you guys eaten? Gas station burgers? Yes. That's actually one of my, I don't do that. <laughs> oh, we've got some great ones. Really? Um, in some kind of hole in the wall places that yeah, you're yeah. kind of like from the outside, okay. mm, not sure about mm -hmm. that. But you go in so and they're some, fabulous. These are some niche activities, our niche. Is it niche or niche, Jeff? Uh, you tell I, I say niche. 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 What, and you say niche, say niche, so. Uh, That's right. <laughs> so, so you can say it incorrectly. <laughs> but, but they can go to the Tourism Bureau and they can find out Absolutely. all these local find things. out all the things that are happening mm -hmm. depending on and your there, interest. There are events all the time that have become annual here. You've got GeekCon, um, Film Fest. Uh, GeekCon, oh, absolutely. Uh, the Film Fest film now prize is, is coming up this, prize. starting this weekend, going through next weekend. It's a music prize, a food prize, a music prize. Fashion prize. The Rebel fashion prize. So really, if a person wants to get involved, there is so much going on around here. There really is. And, and lots mm. of great volunteer opportunities, too. Mm. Yep. Um, so all these festivals and events couldn't exist without volunteers. So they are really yeah. important to our community. Um, into growing our economy. How have you seen a, a geek con grow? I, I'm into that. I'm yes. a comic book guy. So, you know, it started in 2015, I think. I think so. And uh, it's, uh, it's gotten to be pretty big. I mean, for Shreveport, it's a heck of a good comic con. It has. And, you know, what's funny is sometimes we're, we're working so far ahead, and yeah. then all of a sudden you're driving downtown, and you're like, wait a minute, what did I just see? <laughs> yeah. And you're like, oh, that's right, it's GeekCon weekend. Yeah, uh, you see so people in Spider-Man suits. Exactly. Well, describe Ooh, GeekCon for those that aren't as uh, worldly as Jeff to understand. <laughs> <laughs> so it really is about the, the comic books and the characters and yep. people being in character and just coming together and having a great time. It's a, like a two-day convention Sharing at the convention their center. Come dress yeah. up like your favorite superhero. Well, there's a lot of vendors. Yes. Uh, Lots they, of they vendors. They sell all kinds of artwork and uh, mm -hmm. you know stuff and like food. that. Action figures and stuff. It's really, it's it's really neat. I mean, there's yeah. something, you, you have GeekCon and then you have the Mudbugs, a great hockey team. So, I mean, there really is a, a nice variety of things to do. Absolutely. And, you and, know, earlier you mentioned our natural assets. So, part of what this destination Master Plan is looking at what are some of those natural assets that we have that we're not fully capitalizing on yet. And right. so 
One of those is our, our rivers and our lakes. Mm -hmm. um, you know, there really isn't a place you can just go rent a kayak, yeah. go rent a boat. Um, so how do we provide that access? Maybe it's um, incentivizing some small businesses to start mm -hmm. up and helping them uh, to navigate those waters and developing their clientele. So lots of great things happening in our community. So how does that begin to develop? Uh, is, what kind of incentives are you talking about? So that, that sounds like a great idea, kayaking and the bayou coming right up to the convention center or maybe over toward the Bass Pro or whatever. Absolutely, how, how 12 Mile Bayou is a great place. Yeah, so bayou. that's part of what we're exploring with this destination mm -hmm. master plan is that's definitely a need in our community. Mm -hmm. You know, if you don't have your own boat, it's hard to get out there. And so how do we do that? Maybe working with um, the EAP, Entrepreneurial Accelerator Program, to help them work on a business plan. Um, working with the Tourist Bureau to possibly have some startup grants and some marketing grants. Mm -hmm. You know, kind of all of us coming together and see how do we make this happen. What are your thoughts on the, uh, the talk about uh, making a park over the river, the Jimmy Davis Bridge, I guess the old bridge, and having that become a park? I think it's cool. I think it's a great opportunity yeah. to further connect our two areas. I, mm -hmm. I was listening a little yeah. bit of your podcast with uh, Justin Dixon, mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. he had mentioned, you know, people from outside this community, they don't see Shreveport and Bossier. They see one community, right. and that's what they want to experience is one unified community. Mm -hmm. So that's another opportunity for us to connect those two. Mm -hmm. um, and we have a lot of people who love to go down the, the parkways and yep. those great trails, mm -hmm. but there's no really good way connecting them. Okay. And so this would be mm -hmm. great, a great opportunity to do that. Would that be something that would become a really kind of a cool marketing tool for your organization? Definitely. There are some really cool linear parks um, out there. Yeah. And so this would be an opportunity for us to do something that's very unique to our community. All right. So, oh, go ahead. Well, when you when you talk about working on this uh, destination destination master plan, I know you you brought in a lot of local people. You had some town hall meetings. What are some things that you heard from from the citizens, people that they want to do, and what are some of the challenges that are that are keeping that from developing? Absolutely. So, with the destination master plan, and also working on a community brand. Um, we mm -hmm. have done one-on-one -on -one interviews, focus groups, we've done some town hall meetings, we did a resident sentiment survey. Mm -hmm. So literally getting thousands of people involved in this mm -hmm. um, to represent our community and say, really a brand is much more than a logo. It's mm -hmm. an expression of who we are as yeah. a community and what are those beliefs that we all hold true. So kind of discovering that and how do we express that to others. Um, with the master plan, so we're working with the cities, the parishes, the chambers, um, other lead economic development groups, and, mm -hmm. and all of those to really see what are those needs for our community. Um, so some of the things they've talked about are absolutely the outdoors and how do we connect better to the outdoors. Mm -hmm. Downtown, Shreveport and Bossier, how do we improve those and better connect them and make it easier to go back and forth between the two? Mm -hmm. um, we've got some great little islands. How do we connect those? You know, is it transportation? Um, is it e-bikes? Is it a shuttle? Is it, you know, a combination of those kinds of things to get people moving around in our community? Um, so there's a number of things that we're looking at for the future. You're still in the development phase of that, or do you still have like in the an development idea phase. We're, we're about to unveil anything, so, or do you have any? We'll actually be unveiling the plan in February okay. of next year. So it, okay. it takes a while to get all this input and then kind of look again and say, who have we not heard from? Mm -hmm. you know, who else needs to be represented in this? 
um, and kind of going, okay, here's another focus group we need to have. Uh, like right now we're working on setting up a nonprofit focus group because um, that's an area we hadn't fully explored. And so, so speaking of focus groups, I'm going to pivot for just a little bit. Yes. You, you said part of your background was working for the A.C. Nielsen Company? That's right. So uh, uh, That's that the guys that do all the TV ratings. Your Nielsen ratings. <laughs> yeah. So talk to us this, a little bit about uh, that background. And I, I didn't really work on the TV rating side. Okay. It was more of the research side okay. Um, okay. that kind of helped those uh, advertisers mm-hmm. to know who was their audience and how to best target them. I got you. Um, okay. So and that was a number of years ago. And I've always and been skeptical. I've always been skeptical of them, but you say they were accurate. They they did a lo- they had a lot of research and data behind that. Okay, they absolutely. Right. I'll take did. your word for it. <laughs> Just because your shows were always canceled, Jeff. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but I kept getting a new one. So what does that say? There you go. <laughs> no, not the ones you were in. <laughs> but the ones you what? liked. Okay, going down the wrong direction. <laughs> That's not nothing That's right. new for you, but oh. go, keep keep going. <laughs> no, please. Uh, but that is exciting. I'm looking forward. That will be February 2023. I'll hold you to it. The exact date is yes. going to be there. It's exciting. Uh, so when you reach out to groups, I assume you reach out to them, or do they reach out to you? How does this work when yeah. somebody says, I'm looking for a place to hold my uh, ice skating can, you know, show or whatever? It's both. So we go to trade shows. We do advertisements in trade publications. Hmm. Um, one of the best tools is bringing people in here. Um you can meet someone at a trade show for a number of years. You bring them mm-hmm. into our community, and they're like, I had no idea. And you're like, yeah. mm-hmm. I've talked to you about it. I've shown you pictures. I've given you video. Mm-hmm. But it's it's the essence of our community. It's that friendliness that people, you, you just can't tell people about the friendliness mm-hmm. of our community. And the mm-hmm. truly warm welcome that our local people give to visitors. And that is really a key to why they come. Um, also looking at uh, bringing in travel writers. Oh yeah, makes that's sense. a key sure. to our market as yeah. well. So that's coming up, travel, uh, writer? travel writers. So early oh, next year, this is a new this is a new concept uh, for Paul. So I have to explain. Start so, at A. <laughs> it's not an economic. So we have book. the Society of American <laughs> Travel Writers bringing in their central states chapter meeting. So we'll mm-hmm. have travel writers coming into our community. Oh. So they come in and then they write about they what write cool about place it. it is, they right? write yes. about their travels. So whether I'm catching very on. good. Exactly. And that's a good marketing tool. See Paul. Mm-hmm. See, they're going to so blog though. They're we have to magnify our budget, and part of that is through that earned media and and how do we get that and uh, part of it's about highlighting things like our chefs Mm -hmm. so we've got two of our local chefs are headed out of town soon to go to various events one um, is uh, participating in the St. Francisville Food and Wine Fest Um, and so that's a local chef who's going to be garnering uh, goodwill towards our community, mm-hmm. showing off his culinary skills. And that's who's, um, who's the local chef? Chef Anthony Fallon Anthony with Fallon. Fat Calf Brasserie. Didn't he win the cooking show? He um, has won a number of awards. Yeah, yeah. And then we also have Tootie Morrison, um, who is going to, with us actually, to a special media event in uh, the Atlanta area. Uh, really featuring Shreveport Bossier and chefs in our area and the great food that we have. And she's another one that's nice. won fil- uh, food prize a number of times. Whereabouts uh, in Atlanta, do you know? I'm sorry, I said that wrong. It's Charlotte, North Carolina. Oh, Charlotte, it was in okay. Atlanta 
Now it's coming we into Charlotte. We almost had it, so. Jeff. Well, yes, yeah, yeah. sorry. I, Charlotte. connections. The whole world is one, one, <laughs> one big. connection away from <laughs> yes. Jeff Bimefor. And if you go to Atlanta, you're definitely yeah. in his in neighborhood. The, in the right one, yeah. <laughs> so uh, how big of a, I don't even know what the word is, draw a connection to the rest of the world is this culinary scene? Because it seems to be huge. It is huge. Um, so one of our most popular guides is our Eat Here Guide where we feature different okay. types of local food mm -hmm. in our community. So we did one that was a burger trail. Okay. And we Not kind of took you through the though, right? Some are at gas stations. <laughs> okay. Some of the best burgers uh, okay. you'll find are at gas stations. I, I'm gonna take your word um, on Especially it. in the rural areas. Okay. Um, and so getting out and about our community. Um, so often we tend to get in our little rut of, yep. you know, this is where I go yeah, uh, Sunday after church. Right. And this is, so you kind of get in your rut. So this is a great opportunity to, to pull out the guide and say, where have I not been? What yeah. are some of these great restaurants no. I need to I'm going to need your guide because I'm, I'm, I'm in that, that rut. I, I really am. Absolutely. For, I, we say that all the time. It's like, let's go to the, let's go to the, see Stacy Brown and get a list <laughs> of all the things we haven't done and go do some of these things. Yeah. Because there's a lot of them. Yes. I'm going to the food prize this, this year. Are you? Oh, yeah. my gosh. That is yeah, so much fun. Bring me something back because I won't be there. I'll bring you back a hamburger from a gas station. There we go. But all the, yeah, there's so many things to do and it's exciting. So um, what are some things that you're excited about that we forgot to ask you about? That you're like, these guys, they should ask me. You know, there is so much that. happening in our community. Again, sbfunguide.com, great resource. So film prize, state fair, moving all into the holidays with rockets over the red. Um, then coming up very quickly is Mardi Gras. So just event mm -hmm. after event after event. So great place to go, great resource. Mm -hmm. And if you're an event planner, put it on the fun guide. You know, oh, you yeah. scroll down to the bottom. At the bottom <laughs> there, there's a little thing, yeah. uh, submit an event. It's mm -hmm. free. It doesn't have to be an event that's um, free to the public. It can be something you charge for, but it has to be of interest to a visitor and a, and a person to visit. So it can't be a closed event that's oh. only my members. Me and Jeff's but birthday party is not going to make it. Yeah, well, <laughs> maybe my yours, yours, not, yours yeah. won't. Could be. <laughs> could be one of the top theme. ten. <laughs> so those are are definitely some of the great things. Um, mm -hmm. You know, there's never a dull moment in Shreveport Bossier. So if you're bored, it's your own fault. <laughs> that's Ooh. probably true. Yeah, I'll I take like I'll that. take the blame for that. So, I'm going to pivot back again. I know I may sound like a broken record like here, it. but how 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 important are the sporting events? I mean, you mentioned the Bassmasters thing, which is it's huge. It blows me away that those things are so big, but they are. But like this past summer, there was the the big volleyball. That's right. Where the national team came in. And they've been here before, so they must like coming back. Um, do the sports uh, events, are they part, are they a huge part of your calendar and getting things in here? Sports are a huge part of our calendar. Okay. Um, every year we facilitate about 150 to 200 different sporting really? events that wow. we work with That's in some form or fashion. Mm -hmm. um, so some events, it's you know helping them find their hotel rooms and their uh, space for their event mm -hmm. to take place. And some of them we're, you know, we've paid a bid fee, we've brought them in, such as with USA Volleyball. Mm -hmm. So one of the important things to remember is variety yeah, right. um, and making sure that you're bringing in a variety of types and sizes of events. Mm -hmm. um, one of the things we want to do is make sure that our local people also have the opportunity to have their kids play here. Mm -hmm. um, so coming up in February, we're bringing mm -hmm. the state wrestling tournament back. So back in the day, my son mm -hmm. had the opportunity to wrestle his senior year 
here at the Brookshire Grocery Arena. Those, uh, th Can those have are that opportunity big. Those, again? those high school wrestling tournaments are gigantic. Absolutely phenomenal. And mm. our facility is absolutely the best place in the state for that to be hosted. Um, so trying to bring in that variety. Um, coming up in the next few weeks, we have several, um, we're say we're going to the dogs in October and November. So we have a super retriever series, a total <laughs> dog invitational. Yeah. And so yeah. some of that's indoors at the convention center, some of it's mm -hmm. outdoors at the Louisiana boardwalk, and still more of it's outdoors in a, a vast hunting area. So it's so, kind of like the National Kennel Show, but it's for sporting dogs. Absolutely. So we've got That's professional awesome. dogs coming yeah. into our community. I, I've seen, I think we covered some of that last year on the news. That yes. was cool. That was neat. We'll so, just keep listing some things. This is, what's the biggest draw every year? What brings in the most people uh, to our area, do you think? So we hadn't even mentioned Independence Bowl yet. Well, so go. Independence Bowl uh, has... We should talk about sportings. Not <laughs> only the, the teams and the fans that come in for the bowl, mm -hmm. they also have a huge audience on television. Right, right. So it gives us an opportunity to really showcase our community to a whole different audience. Mm -hmm. So getting them to watch it on television may get them to come as a visitor or getting them to come in for a football game to a community that they'd never thought to visit before. Yeah. They have a great experience, they, they want to come back. Mm -hmm. um, so that's one of our great events. Mardi Gras um, is huge for our community and our community mm -hmm. just has done a great job of spreading out those events. So right. people can come to the things happening in January, all the balls and the coronations, um, mm -hmm. and things coming up, leading up to the actual parades. Yeah. You can participate in a number of the parades. Oh, yeah. um, get your group together and be in the Highland yeah. Parade or mm -hmm. you know, one of the others, the crew of Barkus and Meow. Um, you, know, you just don't wanna miss those parades, whether it's as a participant in the parade right. or a spectator. And it's a great time for us to bring in mm -hmm. visitors. So we actually have a tent at the start of the parade for um, the crew of Centaur and the crew of Gemini. And we bring in group tours, we bring in meeting planners and travel writers. Oh, and wow. um, so it's a great opportunity mm -hmm. to showcase what we have to offer to these groups. I believe our sports guy here, Alec Anderson, was the, and his wife were the king, were the royalty for Barkas and Meow a, a year ago, maybe, I'm not <laughs> sure. But uh, they're like, they have like a dozen dogs. So um, they're, they're huge animal folks. So speaking of pet parades, so during uh, the Total Dog Invitational or during the, the dock diving portion that's going to be at mm -hmm. the Louisiana Boardwalk, there's going to be a pet parade and a pet palooza. So you can bring your <laughs> own pet mm -hmm. to mix and mingle with the pros. Oh, yeah, the pro dogs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get, get oh, those yeah. little mutts out of here. Yes. <laughs> Photo ops, a lot of selfie, puppy yeah, selfies. That is pretty cool. Absolutely. So uh, what's the next big thing on your calendar? So coming up this weekend is, uh, we mentioned it earlier, the prizes and oh, yeah. prize fest. So this was something that started a number of years ago. There were several of us meeting at, at our office at the Convention and Tourist Bureau and film industry. And we brought in um, Jeffrey and, and uh, I'm sorry, Gregory Kallenberg and said, you know what? We would love to have a film festival. And he's like, there are, Film festivals are a dime a dozen. Mm -hmm. Let me think on that and I'll come back. And mm -hmm. so he came back to us and he said, I've got a better idea. Let's do a film prize where people have to come into our community, mm -hmm. film, then they have to bring their family and friends in to vote for them when we have <laughs> yeah. the contest. So this is really economic development. Mm -hmm. And we were like, that's it. And yeah, so yeah. 
if if you know Gregory, like he's, he's a guest. his he's energy been on level, here a guest yes, on our program, amazing. And so he's not satisfied with just film prize. Right. He's got to do music prize, and then food <laughs> prize, comedy and prize, fashion prize, yeah. and comedy prize, yeah. and biz prize, and yeah. so constantly film prize junior and yeah. getting more and more of the community which is, involved which is a great way for us to uh, market our own podcast a little bit we've had gregory kallenberg on here he was a fantastic guest and uh, you'll want to go back and check out that podcast <laughs> finding out all about how it developed he told the exact same story i was interested to hear like how if you were going to take credit yeah. for it, but, <laughs> uh, but he said no there's a dime a dozen and and what a great way to get people involved because when people have a chance to vote themselves on who wins the prize, yes. you know, it makes it exciting. I love it. It's it every does. year and it's gotten bigger and bigger. They'll have 5,000 people out there. It's always um, something different. You know, you mentioned the events like the Eyeball, some other events, but uh, do you guys get involved in, and you talked about, uh, what am I trying to say here? Spotlighting the community to other people that may not have been seen it or had a chance to look at it. Uh, do you get involved Absolutely. in creating like promotional videos, these community how-to videos that, like Mike Blade or in the Eyeball? So we do a, a number of things to help promote the Eyeball, mm -hmm. and, and they do a tremendous job of, of adding the ancillary events. Mm -hmm. um, and so part mm -hmm. of our job is to help highlight that mm -hmm. so that visitors coming into the community know, hey, this is more than just a one-night game. Mm -hmm. um, there are other ancillary events, so I need to come in early. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. And what we also find, too, is that Monday after uh, the game, we'll usually have people coming in our office saying, hey, I didn't realize there was so much to do here. I want to extend my stay. Nice. Um, so nice. it's a great way to, like you said, bring people into the community, highlight the different yeah. things to see and do, yeah. and keep them here longer. I always enjoy those things during bowl games. You know, they, they do a little one-minute promotional video for whatever city they're in. Yes. I think that's kind of neat. You get to see the other cities around the country. Yes, Absolutely. and so ESPN actually produces a lot of those. They do them themselves? Yes. Okay, you guys help? Yeah. Some of it we do, uh, we provide a lot of B-roll uh, oftentimes, but they actually, I think the one you're referring to is one they actually okay. do. B-roll is a technical television term, just so you know. It's just like A-roll, but like a little <laughs> later. It's better. Right, <laughs> <laughs> actually, no one, anyway, um, well, man, this is exciting. I get excited when we have someone like you that comes on that's so invested in Shreveport. I mean, you've been a long time, you know, fan and advocate for Shreveport. And now I really understand why, as this podcast, we've met more and more folks that are so involved in the economic development and you bringing folks to town. This is good stuff, Jeff. So when people come and they leave, like you said, they want to extend their stay. You get a lot of that. Or people, when people leave here, they have a different perspective of Shreveport Bossier. They certainly do. And so one thing that is a challenge we've got to overcome, and this was addressed in the, the Destination Master Plan and mm -hmm. branding process as well, is that we tend to be the local people down on our community. And, there, you know, we have so many reasons yeah. to love Shreveport Bossier. Um, I've grown up in Dallas, mm -hmm. overseas, you know, have lived in a number of places. Mm -hmm. Shreveport Bossier is a fabulous community. I choose to live here. Mm -hmm. um, and the sad thing is I love it more than some of the people who grew up here. Yeah. And so trying to change that mindset and like you said, get them out and about to the things that they haven't done in their own community. Because yeah. what do we do? We tend to work while we're here yep. and go away to play. <laughs> So let's change that model a little bit. Let's yeah. go and play, let's play right here in our here. backyard. Yeah, that's right. I not work at all. I grew well, up, I grew up in St. Louis. Take advantage of the local things. Exactly. Yep. Louis, I grew up in St. Louis, pretty big city. I mean, it's changed a lot from when I was a kid. But um, 
I would always hear, and I was too young to really pay much attention to it, but I would hear people say, ah, there's nothing to do here. I mean, oh as a big city, there's tons of things to do yes. in St. Louis. But you hear that same you thing do. everywhere you go, right? You do. Yeah. And, and it's largely because we get caught up in our lives mm -hmm. and we tend to not mm -hmm. play. And we find what we focus on. So hopefully our Good to Know podcast is going to help people start to focus on some of the good things. Yeah. Exactly. So before we leave, just tell us uh, one more time how folks can get in touch with you with your website or phone number. Our website is www.shreveport-bossier.org, O-R-G, or sbfunguide.com to find out what there is to see and do. Or just drop by the office. Where are you located? <laughs> We're right at the corner of Spring and Crockett. Downtown. 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 All right, very good. Thank you, Stacy. Awesome. Thank Appreciate you. Appreciate that. Stacey Brown, our special guest today. Thank you for joining us for this pro uh, podcast of Good to Know Shreveport Bossier, brought to you by the Committee of 100 and KTBS-TV. Remember, tell all your friends and uh, colleagues about this podcast. We have new content every other Wednesday. And for more information, you can check us out at goodtoknowsb.com. So have a great day. Continue to make Shreveport Bossier the best it can be. And as always, this is Good to Know. Have a good one, everybody. Thank you.